0: As we approach the launch of the next Sea of Thieves content update, we'd like to tell you about an upcoming addition to the world and our reasoning behind it. While we usually love seeing speculation and different interpretations of the lore of Sea of Thieves, in this case, it's a unique and specific story we wanted to tell, and one that we all hope players will celebrate with us. 2020 was a difficult and challenging year for many, in March, The Rare team were faced with a challenge of our own, as tragically, one of our team members passed away. We'd like to tell you a little little bit about him. James White was an exceptionally bright and friendly apprentice data analyst at Rare. In fact, he was the first apprentice to ever join the studio. He was known as a gentle giant with a warm, hearty laugh, down-to-earth demeanor, and an epic beard that would make even the greatest pirate glow with pride. James, or Jim as we called him, was just starting his career in the game industry, but had already played an instrumental part in the developing the game that you all love. Whether he was digging into data to help our design team balance new features, or ensuring our support team were compensating any pirates who may have missed out on loot, as he focused was always on you, the player. When we lost Jim in March, as a studio and a family, we were heartbroken. But we were also resolute that we would see Jim remembered, not just in our hearts, but in the game he worked so hard to make special. A heaven for everyone who discovered it. As a team, we came together and looked at all the ways we could possibly look to represent and and memorialize him in Sea of Thieves. As we approach the anniversary of his passing, we will be introducing the result of that work, The Legend of Glitterbeard, to the game. We hope that it captures Jim's spirit, that of a man whose stature was only ever dwarfed by his kindness and compassion. Now it's up to you to go out and find The Legend of Glitterbeard yourself we shaped this one off the storyline in memory of someone we miss, placing him in the world forever as a larger-than-life glitter beard, selfless guide to players who follow in his wake. Should you discover the scattered chronicles of his adventure, they, and the huge heart behind them, are something we hope you enjoy sharing with friends, family, crewmates, and other voyages you meet on the seas. Best of luck to you all, Pirates. Alex Hunniset, Head of Live services. Welcome back to Pirate Talk Radio. My name is Davram, and... uh, Wow. What an absolutely powerful story um, from Rare. I was not aware. Um, I've played this game for a while now. Um, I talked to several people who have played this game a lot longer than me. Um, Some of them were aware this was coming. Um, Others were not. Um, And more so those who did know um, were not allowed to speak of it. Um, Ultimately, um, it was an approach to make sure the family of Jim um, or James White um, was honored, protected, Um, And given the privacy that obviously a family who lost a very close loved one deserves. So um, Rare has now released uh, this article as of March 16th, so two days ago. Um, And this introduces a new set of lore that uh, is 21 or 22, I think, um, books that have been added and scattered around the seas um, to honor um, one of their fallen. And, um, it's absolutely incredible. The book is, is really designed well. Uh, it looks like, you know, one of Wanda's journals, but it has a very nice Viking looking pirate with a big beard on the front and front and glitter everywhere. Um, and finding these journals will obviously tell you the story. So, um, the ones that I have found, I've, I've read through them. Um, and I've, I've looked at them. I haven't found too many yet. Um, but I've looked through them and it's an absolutely just beautiful story, um, that they told, um, about, about Jim. Um, the first journal, uh, if you're interested in knowing, I'm not going to spoil, um, the locations of the journals I found, although I know there are websites out there who have already, uh, spoiled them. Um, I'm also not going to spoil the final part, which I know how to do, um, based on a community that I'm in. And, uh, they have already discovered how to complete it. And there are several pirates who have already completed it. Um, but I'm not going to spoil that for you. I, I, I want to respect rare's wishes and, um, I'll let you the player enjoy in, in this story and this, um, this honoring of, of one of their own and, and, a, and a great person. I didn't know Jim. Um, like I said, I didn't know this, this happened. I didn't know about it. Um, but, it's based on the information released and based on the tweets from different members of the family, thanking rare um, and talking about their um, lost loved one. Um, Obviously this person was a great person, treated people with respect and just compassion and love just filled this person. And, And that's, I, I may come off sometimes as a, as a mean old cuss, but one thing that I've always valued is treat others the way that you want to be treated. And clearly, um, James White was one of those people. Um, so the first of these journals that you can start this journey in this story can be found at any of the outposts, uh, before you leave the front door of the outpost, all that you have to do is turn to your left. There's a little bench and you'll see the first glitter beard journal there. I believe from the journals that I found, each journal is about four chapters. They're not long to read. Um, they're not as long as some of the Wanda journals, but they're very well written um, and they do a great job of just taking the characteristics of, of this person and putting them into the game in, in a fun, um, but also respectful manner. Um, and so it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, finding the first journal will complete your first accommodation and give you the glitter beard sales, which are very simple sales. Um, they have the nice Viking looking pirate with a red beard on the front. Um, and yes, of course, uh, because of the name glitter beard, uh, there are little glowing bits in the beard, like glitter. And, um, if you, if you went on Twitter to see some of the comments, some of the, um, words of thanks, um, and everything from the family members, there is a picture, uh, which if you're watching this on the YouTube, I will put the picture up here um, um, right now. And, and I, I'm going to put it up during the, um, the actual reading of the the statement from rare. Um, uh, but you can see the fun that Jim had and, and his big beard and his larger than life personality with glitter all in his beard. So, uh, definitely something that, um, with all the, the criticism that I've had about rare and the game. And, and again, Even with criticism, the reason I criticize is I absolutely love this game. I think it's one of the best games out there, Um, but it just has issues, right? And, and, And things that haven't been addressed. So my criticism of the game is not because I don't like the game, because I want to bash the game, but because I want the game to be great and better. And this right here, though it doesn't fix hit reg, it doesn't fix barrel issues or mast issues. This is one of the reasons that I can stand behind and say, I love this game. And I can stand behind saying, I think rare is a great uh, team who honors their folks. Um, are the right people in the right positions to, to make this game where it should be and where I would want it to go? Probably not. But what they do is they come together, um, and they create these m- just absolutely amazing, um, memorials in the game for people who have meant a lot to them, uh, meant a lot to their family and their friends, um, and meant a lot to the community. So, um, you know, hats off to, to rare for doing this. Um, and of course my thoughts go out to, um, Jim's family, um, obviously losing someone. And, and now a year later, um, losing someone it's, I, I've lost close people in my life. Um, so I know what it feels like. I think everyone has, but at the end of the day, um, this was something, this game was something he cared about. This game was something he was passionate about and you, the player, um, above all else, um, he loved. So this is a great way to honor him, um, in the best way that rare can. So again, the first journal, uh, right inside the inn when you get there, you will get, um, a set of sales and accommodation. I believe, like I said, there's 21 or 22, um, books to find, which are scattered across the sea of thieves, like Wanda's journals. Each of them give you an accommodation and completing all of the accommodations will grant you, a new cosmetic, which is the glitter beard, and yes, folks have got it. Um, it is out there. You can see what it looks like. Um, what I can tell you is, is this event is really cool. Um, the story was well written and really awesome. And what you get out of it is something that will, I hope, inspire and make sure people understand that there's no reason to be toxic. There's no reason to be mean. There's no reason to to just be just anything but good to people out in the world. And of course in video games that we all play and love to enjoy. There's just no reason um, for any of that. Um, And we should look to those sales and look to that beard that you can unlock as a symbol of how we should be as people treating others um, the way we want to be treated. You know, it's a game. It's, it's a company. They're about making money, but one thing was true and in, in reading all that Jim cared about the player. Um, and that says a lot because the players are the ones who play the game. The players are the ones who get to enjoy what these developers and all the po- folks putting hours upon hours into Jim cared about the player from the customer service piece to making sure, you know, players got the loot because he was a data analyst. Like he worked in numbers and data and he could see this stuff and he wanted to make sure that players got out of it, what they put into it. Um, and you know, just, just an absolutely amazing person. So, um, I hope you have fun. Um, I think rare really wants you to have fun out there trying to find these journals and learning the story of the legend of Glitterbeard. So again, um, little clap, a clap here for, for rare, um, because this is absolutely outstanding, absolutely outstanding. So thank you. Um, <clears throat> so as of today, um 319, March 19th here in the United States, <clears throat> we have Golden Glory weekend has started. Uh it goes through the weekend. Also Twitch drops have started. 20 minutes watching a partnered uh, streamer uh for the next few days, I think until Tuesday, um and you will unlock more of the Gilded Phoenix set and an emote. Um the new patch is live and we'll definitely be talking about um the patch and uh the patch you know, bits and pieces, um, as we always did, but more so I I wanted to start this episode with what is most important here. It's not the patch. It's not the bug fixes. It's not the next week's gold hoarder event that's coming up. It's not golden glory. It's not Twitch drops. None of that matters. Okay. That is something nice for you to enjoy. What mattered here was the real life, the real life that impacted. So I wanted to take the time to read the note, um, from rare, um, from Alex and um, and just kind of take a moment and and let you guys know um, about Glitterbeard and the legend of Glitterbeard, both in-game and just a little behind the scenes, I guess, that we all should look at um, as far as James and, and where this inspiration uh, came from. So I just wanted to start the episode like that, a little more somber a little more um you know memory but that's that's what we need to do right now when we're when we're doing this and we we need to understand that this was a real person and this was a person that had family and and friends and they're obviously you know remembering him as well and now we all get to join in that family uh and see a thieves and and really get to embrace and learn jim and 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 get to learn his story as it would be um for a pirate this artist this guitarist, this painter, uh, turned pirate. So, um, go check it out. Definitely check it out. Get your, get your sales. Um, and, and I'm, I'm definitely going to go through and find all the journals. Like I said, I think I've got two or three done. Um, so, so that's where we are in that. So moving on, where am I at in the season pass? I am at level 90 now. We've got three weeks to go. So the time is ticking everyone. Three weeks to go on the season pass. Um, I am at 90. I don't see any reason why I probably won't hit a hundred this weekend with golden glory. Uh, even though I've got a lot of, uh, live streams and stuff to do this weekend on YouTube, but, uh, I think we'll be able to hit, uh, rank a hundred, uh, rake in as much money as I can, because ultimately I'm so far behind on all the new cosmetics, um, all the dark adventurer stuff. I haven't even got the, the first set of dark adventures always purchased. And we're already on the third set with the clothing and the, the beards and the hairstyles, which are really sweet, um, to check those out and the pirate legend hideout, but they're really cool and they're really sweet and I love them and I can't wait to, to get my hands on them. Will I use any of them? Don't know. Um, I did finally save enough money to buy another piece, which was the shirt uh, which I really like the shirt. Now I wear one of the longer trench coat jackets, so you can't really see a lot of the shirt, but it accents really well with my green and black theme that I do. Uh, and then I was also excited. I I know we all have our own personal opinions about the Ashen stuff. We've got our own personal opinions about the um, um, uh, Kraken stuff. Um, but what I can say is some of the stuff, I mean, it 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 looks pretty good. And, uh, a new set of the, um, Kraken, um, was released. It was the venomous Kraken and, um, it's, it's really cool looking. It's green, which, you know, green is my jam. Uh, green is a hundred percent my jam. So, uh, we've got the pants. I bought the pants. I had enough time, uh, to buy the pants and enough money to buy the pants. And it looks really good. Looks really good on my, um, on my pirate as well. So. So yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of new cosmetics for a lot of money. I think there's ship pieces, there's um, uh, there's clothing, uh, weapons uh, and equipment. I think they did the whole uh, rundown. Now, it's nothing. Um, it's nothing new as far as a look. It's just um, it's just the the old Kraken stuff. Um, with a green and yellow uh, coloration, so uh, you know they didn't they didn't redesign the actual look of the stuff. Uh, all that they did was they just recolored it. And, and like I said, it's great because though I would never wear all of the pieces, some of the pieces do look kind of cool, and you can mix and match and make some some really awesome pirate looks. Um, but uh, I got the pants. <clears throat> I'm wearing the pants, and they work really well with my green and black uh, um, um, attire, my, my four of the damned attire, if you will, but it's not all Fort of the damned. It's got a little black dog in it. It's got a little, uh, uh, cracking in it. It's got a little dark adventure in it. I really like to mix and match things and, uh, and, and, uh, and have some fun when I design my look of my pirate. I take it very seriously, right? I've got all these weapons and all these cosmetics in this game. And I'm very particular about which weapons I use and which clothing I use and what hairstyle I use. Because it all has to match. Doesn't have to be the same set, but it all has to match. Because I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people. Um, two point zero point two three. The patch has now hit. Uh, it is the final patch of season one. Um, and I I will make the uh, trademarked <laughs>, laughs and insiders. Um, Fridays are my insider's day. So I usually spend some time on Fridays to, to get some testing in for rare. And, uh, I noticed that insiders was down today. And, uh, that's why I giggle an insider because, uh, something's coming and, uh, I can't say or hint at anything, but, giggles and insiders. So last patch of the season, um, we've got a few things coming up. Obviously we talked about the new glitter beard Memorial. Uh, we've got some motion in the Duke ocean. Uh, Duke is now no longer at mermaid's hideaway, looking at that, uh, wall and, and looking at that uh, ancient mermaid statue. He has now moved. He is now at Kraken's fall and he is up by the beacon. He's still chasing legends down, but now he's talking about an altar. Uh, We know if you've done some of the tall tales or you're just exploring the seas for the first time, there are altars around um, the Sea of Thieves that are used in the tall tales um, uh, where you have to find a chalice and put it there and some other things like that. Um, I won't spoil anything again Um, for those of you who have not done the tall tales. uh, This is not a lore episode, so we won't get into any of that. But um, he's now talking about some altars. So could Duke be searching for more mermaids? Could he be searching for the Chalice of Resurrection and more answers about Flameheart Jr.? Could he be looking for his old bilge replacement, replacement, uh, Stitcher Jim? We haven't seen Jim for a while since he got betrayed by Flameheart uh, and burned by the chest of rage and was seen escorted away by Wanda. So we don't know what happened to Stitcher Jim. Um, but now Duke's looking for things about the altar. And if you've done the tall tales, you know, the altar means a chalice and the chalice is a symbol of the Reapers. It's on all of their stuff. And the chalice of resurrection is all about uh flame junior and that kind of stuff and the, the ashen Lords. And it, it ties into gray marrow and things like that. So Lots of things coming here. Duke is still obviously a little hoo-hoo, but uh, he is kind of giving us a, maybe a little bit of a guide uh, into some what's coming next uh, in Sea of Thieves, and we can speculate um, and, and think about that. And I'm sure uh, if you tune into Falkor's uh, YouTube channel, in fact, I know as I was going to bed last night, I pulled up YouTube and saw Falkor's already got something out there about old Dookie boy. So I haven't got to watch it yet, but I'm sure it's some good speculation on uh, what what is coming uh, based on going from Mermaids and Searching Legends to now talking about Altars and uh, being on the top of Kraken's Fall. Um, So we talked about the Twitch drops have started today um, on the 19th. Golden Gloria started today on the 19th. You get the captain sales for logging in for the three-year anniversary. If you log in in the Xbox um, version, the Game Pass version, you get a free emote, the Jump for Joy emote. Um, you also get the, the glitter beard legend, uh, for two cosmetics there, if you complete all that. So lots of things launched today, again, some time sensitive, some not time sensitive. Um, so make sure you get, uh, get over to Twitch. I know some folks don't necessarily like watching Twitch, but these are really cool cosmetics and they may not come back again, uh, if you don't get on it now. So go check that out. Make sure you don't miss any of them. I think today is the bucket. I think you get the gilded Phoenix bucket today. Um, the pirate emporium has launched. We've got the Aladdin, uh, Aladdin stuff, uh, that we talked about last week, uh, after the sea of thieves news, it's out now. And I, I have to say the weapons look good. There's just a slight glow to them. It's not obnoxious, very Aladdin Arabian nights feel, uh, very pretty colors with like blue smoke. It's just, it's a really nice set. Um, it's very different from what they've done in the past, but I think it's a it's an excellent excellent set. Um, I obviously have it because I I buy everything. So um, there you go. The dark adventurer clothing is out, and again, expensive, expensive, expensive. So keep farming that gold. Definitely maximize Golden Glory weekend this uh, this weekend to get your last rep in for different places to get that renowned up, and of course to get that gold to buy all these new uh, cosmetics. We talked about the uh, uh, the venomous kraken set. Um, which I like. The Distinguished Admiral set has been released to the normal um, vendors on the outpost. Um, And Legacy uh, Event Cosmetics, so uh, the rewards from the Festival of Fishing event have been added to the outpost shops. Merchant Alliance, Gold Hoarders, Order of Souls, and Frostbite Fishing Pools can now be uh, found at their respective stores. Of course, locked behind uh, accommodations. So... (coughs) If you didn't get them during the event, um, obviously now you need to complete the accommodations for the different fish and things like that in order to get them, but they're not gone. Um, you still have the access to get them. I figured this is kind of what they were doing with the, the, they kind of been doing this with the legacy event, locking them behind accommodations and I'll eventually get my fish. I'll eventually get them. Just not yet. Just not yet. So what else can, uh, what else did we see here in the patch notes? We have loot haul memory improvements. Um, So when collecting notable hauls of different loot in a single place, so stacking it all over your ship, the game will now optimize performance more quickly by changing the appearance of certain loot items. Items will return to their standard visuals when optimization allows. So um, one of the things that uh, a lot of folks love to do, including myself, is loot haul and a while back, they put in kind of a memory improvement where if you have a lot of loot on your ship, uh, you'll get a significant amount of lag or video issues and things like that. Uh, so they've improved that a little bit uh, more to help with, uh, again, lag on massive loot hauls. Um, so that's a good thing. I like that. Um, like I said, I, most of my play is, is loot hauling and I like to sell once or, or twice during a long PlayStation. So this really helps to keep lag down so I can continue to, uh, to, to pirate at the highest possible ability or computer. I I don't know. I don't know, but it's a really good, I, I, I like that. Um, we've got some other bug fixes that went in here, uh, specifically some, uh, gameplay, um, issues, um, that, that they fixed players below deck should now correctly see water rising after the ship is damaged along with the ship, um, uh, the sea outside in their ship. So What was happening, um, if you didn't experience this bug, I know I didn't, but I saw it on streams and videos, you would get damage on your ship, your ship would start to fill with water, but you wouldn't see it as the player. Only if you tried to take a bucket of water out or put a bucket of water in, would you then see all the water just appear in the ship. Um, So according to the bug fixes that have now been addressed, so you now should see water flowing into your ship, so you know exactly where you stand in um in sinking or not sinking. <clears throat> After reading all the mysterious notes, players should no longer see the extended wake up sequence when arriving at the tavern. So this is a good change. Uh, I've been talking about it for a week or or more than a week uh, since the mysterious notes come in that they're kind of pointless, right? You do the wake up, um, and that's it. Like you, you wake up every single time you try to play the game. Or if you're someone out there who likes to destroy the servers uh, and server hops all day, then um, you get really annoyed by the waking up. Well, now if you read the news, you read through all the mysterious notes that are available there. So you get caught up on what's new. You should no longer have the extended wake up sequence. So again, well done. Rare. Um, I'm assuming based on what I saw last night on streamers who are hopping and, you know, destroying servers in that uh, particular fashion, again, they can play however they want, but bottom line, it doesn't make the servers very good if you continue to hop, but that's just until it's fixed, it's fixed. Um, based on what I saw last night and also this morning on streamers, I'm guessing streamers don't read the patch notes very closely because I'm pretty sure that would have been the first thing that they did was they would read the notes, they would go through all the notes, and then they wouldn't have that wake up sequence anymore and they would be happy and they wouldn't have to wake up like that anymore and they can more quickly ruin the server stability and performance by server hopping more. Picking up items for the first time as an emissary should now grant emissary grade progression. So, uh, so that's good. Uh, that, that's obviously something important if you're trying to do emissary stuff. So well done there. Emissary flags should no longer float away if hit by a moving ship. So apparently some collision issues, uh, there, the dark adventure blunderbuss has, um, has an improved iron sights to aid aiming down sights. That's actually really cool. Uh, I don't have that blunderbuss yet. It's a really cool and unique looking blunderbuss. Um, uh, but, uh, they added an iron sights to it to, uh, to help with aiming. You know, with the blunderbuss, I don't understand like iron sights at all. It's a, it's kind of a cone shot. So unless you're right up on someone, it's, I mean, what are you going to try to do? Like blunder snipe someone not effective at all. So not sure what the iron sight here is to assist with aiming. Just blast them in the back or in the front. Seriously. Like it's all RNG and hit reg at that point. Like, I'm not sure what the iron sights is going to accomplish there. Uh, Crew status templates should now accurately show when a player is taking damage from other players or skeletons. Uh, fixes in the Pirate Emporium. The player's left hand should no longer inter uh, intersect with the rogue Tinkerers capstand. The lower anchor tooltip on the Dark Adventurer's capstan should now appear in the correct location. The point and laugh emote should no longer be missing from the assorted emote collection in the Pirate Emporium. Players using the Reaper's Heart Fishing Rod should now animate correctly. And the cutthroat flag icon has now been updated um there were some uh uh, localization changes and uh uh, fixes as well improved localization for range of character dialogue um so that is again what you hear and when things pop up on your screen when there's local stuff going on Uh, mysterious notes and items in the pirate emporium order of souls bounty quest uh now display the correct bounty target names in the player's local language so if you're not reading in English or, or whatever the default is there, you're actually going to be able to see the the bounties' names in your language. So that's that's a good thing, right? You're going to see all these captains, and it doesn't match your paper. And you're like, what the heck? What in the hell? Um, and, yeah, so, uh, so there you go. Uh, the Seasons a menu now correctly displays uh, localized text in non-English language. So a lot of good um, changes here for folks who... Uh, speak multiple languages. The prompt for receiving mysterious notes should now be localized uh, in the the non-English language. So again, more language changes here to make sure people uh, can in fact uh, read the things that they're looking at. Uh, There should no longer be any overlapping next to mysterious notes in Korean. That's good. Uh, keyboard and settings menus are now correctly localized and the arena leaderboard summary should now better support Japanese and Chinese languages. Font and button descriptions should now support the range of non-English languages. So again, rare, just really putting a focus um, where a team, I won't say the whole team, where a team should be putting focus. And that is accessibility across all the nations, all the cultures, all the folks. So um, these are, these are definitely good changes that they, they are, they're implementing and fixes that they're implementing, uh, fixes to the lost shipment voyages, starting another merchant Alliance lost shipment voyage on the same route should no longer prevent players from locating the shipwreck. Thank you, baby Jesus. I had multiple voyages and honestly, I I've kind of stopped doing the merchant Alliance lost shipment voyages because of so many bugs, things not there, things disappearing, the shipwreck, not there. So hopefully this change right here will fix that and I can get back on doing those because they're very profitable. They're very good for lo- raising your uh, your reputation. They're very good at raising your emissary value. Um, and I really like them. I, I like the mystery behind them. I like the fun of sailing around like that. Lots of nautical miles for your season pass. Uh, so thank God they fixed that. I, I'll have to test that and make sure it's actually fixed and not just f- fixed. But, uh, hopefully that fixes my, uh, my issues with that, uh, that particular, uh, voyage. There should always be a captain in a manifest in the lost shipments shipwrecks. Oh, good. That's, that's good. Cause that's the main thing you're looking for. Uh, sea clues should no longer disappear after migrating server while on lost shipment voyages. Again, more issues I had with these particular voyages. So I'm glad uh, to see them fixing it. The merchant Alliance shop should now always have lost shipment voyages in stock. At uh, applicable levels, good. Discovering a lost shipment shipwreck will now create an icon on the route map you receive, similar to discovering clues. So that's that's good. I know at the very beginning it was doing that. I don't know if that broke or something. Like I said, I stopped doing these after about a week because of all the bugs and the issues. So uh, I'm 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 glad they're taking a look at that because I really enjoy those voyages probably the best voyages you, they've had for a, a while. And, and I wanted to be able to do more to get the accommodations and stuff done. Uh, fixes to our environment. Players should no longer be able to bypass areas of the Shores of Gold trap runs by moving through unintended areas of the environment. Great. Things that I suck at are now going to be harder. Uh, mechanism controlled by pulleys no longer uh, snap unexpectedly to exhibit strange behavior when used. Um, Audio and visual changes. Um, Footsteps audio should now play correctly when walking on rocks on Thieves' Haven. Resetting um, options to default uh, now resets the set audio output to mono option. Uh, Mysterious notes should now correctly fit on screen, um, even if the field of view is set lower than 85. I don't know why you would ever have less than max field of view, but it's beside the point. The legendary curse will now correctly fade when using an emote to get close to the player. The shroud breaker makeup has been improved. Accessibility changes um, and fixes: the prompt window for accepting an invitation should now have a screen narration. Let's uh, let games read to me um, is enabled. Uh, so that's great. That's something that's been really frustrating and annoying to me when people type something and it pops up or whatever. I'm glad they're starting to take a look at that. Um, I think I've got most of my stuff turned off by now cause it was just annoying. Um, but, uh, the let's game <clears throat> read to me has now been uh, added to those audio prompts. The DeMarco arena warning pop-up narration and the rejoin previous session, uh, pop-up note narration should no longer uh, be interrupted on startup. When changing options and other crew setting menus, options will now remain selected. Thank you. With a keyboard and mouse controller plugged in, signing, in, signing out no longer prevent the player from navigating the front end. Performance and, st- uh, stabili- uh, performance and stability issues. Further improvements have been made to server performance, reducing latency during um, gameplay. Uh, known issues that they still have open. Guess what? Hit reg hit and melee weapon detection. It's been on there for a year now. They really need to look at the combat system, but we're not going to get into that right now. Um, the things that I'm not pleased about seeing is, um, in previous patches, we had a three piece list here for known issues, including, uh, performance and stability ranged and weapon melee hit, de- de- detection and barrel issues. I'm a little bit concerned that just because they put performance and stability on the fixes, um, I can tell you right now, playing it yesterday, uh, it's not fixed. There's still issues there. Um, so I don't know why it's been moved off the known issues. Um, as far as barrels, um, yesterday's play session, I didn't notice any barrel issues, but I also haven't seen it on the any of the patch notes. So I feel like the barrels are still an issue. Um, I just haven't experienced it as much, Um, but again, uh, I feel like not having a complete solution of fixing these things in the notes um, and then obviously seeing it in in live action, I don't think they should have been removed from known issues, but maybe it just got left off the list is what I'm kind of hoping for, and it's not just them trying to sweep stuff under the rug. Um, I don't think they can ever sweep hit reg under the rug, um, but I also don't think it'll ever be a hundred percent fixed. Um, yesterday when I was playing again, as we've seen in the past, the hit registration is usually pretty good right after a patch because the servers have been reset. Um, it felt pretty good. My shots were landing. Um, I didn't have too many issues with that. I was having some goofy issues with aim down sites, um, but that could have also been the lag I was getting on the particular server I was on. So, uh, I was not on a, I'm in an East coast area of the United States and I was not on an East coast server. So it could have played that, that could have been playing into it. I'm not hundred percent sure, but, um, we'll, we'll, see when I play this weekend, if that gets any better, um, or not, but, uh, hit reg seemed pretty good. But again, we always see hit reg looking really good, Um, after a, a, after a reset. So clearly pointing to one of their many memory leaks that they've suffered um, since the very beginning of this game. Um, You know, I've talked to a couple streamers. I've listened to a couple streamers at the end of the day, you know, hit registration. I'm trying not to dwell on it too much week after week. We all know it's an issue, but I honestly don't think it's ever going to be fixed until a sea of thieves do. I, I think at the root of the unreal engine and how it interacts with the code, Um, They're just going to have to basically wipe the entire combat system and reprogram it. And I honestly don't think they have the time um, to do that without really, really, really just taking away from the direction they really want to take the game. Personally, I think they should take next season, season two, um, have a really nice plunder pass with a lot of great rewards um, and have a really big, long event that lasts three months and use all three of those months to just put out nothing but massive overhauls of those memory leaks of the code. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't see it happening in season two. I don't see it happening really this year, but I really think they need to have season insert number, the season of change, um, where literally the developers are just nose down in the code, fixing everything that's an issue even if it comes to wiping the whole code and reprogramming um, things like combat or interaction with uh, with barrels or whatever it is, uh, but again, another quality of life patch. Uh, I've honestly, like I said last week, been disappointed in the overall quality of life patches. Some have been nice, some have been eh. But overall, I think season one <clears throat> has been a success for them, though they're not retaining the player base from the beginning, you're never going to expect them to. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it was a good start. I am anxious to see what comes of season two. Um, and I'm anxious to see what they, what they change from season one to season two, because if season two is just a couple new cosmetics, basically the same cadence of a hundred levels, um, and the same trials that you can do again, um, with just some new events. It, it honestly feels like the exact same thing they did before they introduced seasons. And all that they did was just put a season blanket over top to generate more money with the plunder pass. So I hope they take the feedback that their partners, their creators and their community has, uh, has talked about. And I hope season two is great. We'll find out here in about a month, again, three weeks left here. Uh, don't forget that um, again, all the things going on this weekend, including golden and glory and all the limited times cosmetics that you can get and also don't forget that next week, I believe it's the 25th. I believe it's next Thursday starts the final event of the season. You have a week to enjoy golden glory and, and streamers and, and glitter Beard, And then next week starts the final event, um, of the season, which is the gold hoarder event. And again, you know, my opinion on that, they basically just took the gold vault, um, event that they released a few months ago and they've basically just recycled it it's literally aside from the rewards you get it's literally that exact event and they just redid it so very disappointing on how they've done some of these events but at the end of the day this was a test um their first attempt at a season and i think overall the community responded well um i i enjoyed the season like i said i've been playing it casually i've, I've got 10 levels left which should be done this weekend um, overall I think it was a, a good attempt at a first season. I'm anxious to see what they do with the, the next couple uh, the, the next season and the season after that and, and see what changes they make uh, to make the season better for for players um, but guys thank you very much uh, for tuning in I really appreciate it you guys are the reason I do what I do if you would like to support this broadcast or any of my content you can go over and check out patreon.com slash davrum tv you can also tune into my live streams it's a lot of world of warcraft right now we are going to start doing variety games and a variety series starting on monday um, the coming monday Uh, and the first game on our variety series is minecraft dungeons so those will all still be on the youtube video some will be um, live streamed on the variety days others will be videos in an episodic release so go check out the youtube channel uh Davram TV on YouTube for a variety of content, including you can see my face and pictures and stuff on this particular podcast. If you want to watch it on YouTube, because it is available over there, you can follow me or message me on Twitter at any time Davram TV there. You can look at all my pretty cats on Instagram Davram TV there. You can join the Facebook group Davram gaming on Facebook. And of course, down in the show notes will be the link to the patch notes, um, and also a link to the letter um, of the, the the Glitter Beard story from Alex. Um, and you can also uh, check out the supporter of this particular podcast, Death Wish Coffee, if you would like to save 15% on your first order of Death Wish Coffee. I didn't want to put an ad in the middle of the video uh, just because of the Glitter Beard thing. I wanted to show respect in that and talk about the content. Um, but you can always check out the Death Wish uh, coffee sponsor, uh, which does sponsor this, uh, this broadcast, but guys, thank you very much. Stay safe out there. Hug someone today. I know we've got COVID. We need to do social distancing, wear a mask. If you already have a vaccine, go, go give someone a hug. If you're not quite sure about that, give them a fist bump. If you're not quite sure about that, at least send them a message and tell them how much you appreciate them and love them. Take care of yourselves guys and each other. And I will see you next time on pirate talk radio.